0: Welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We're grateful to have you join us today. We conclude our month of mental health awareness with this episode discussing when to see a therapist instead of a friend and why it takes more than prayer. You'll hear April discuss today's topic with our counselor, Ethan Donovan. Thank you for being a part of this conversation as we hope to offer you practical solutions for positive change.
1: Hi, everyone. This is April Bordeaux. Welcome back to Care to Change's podcast. As always, I'm so glad that you've chosen to spend this time with us. We are closing out May, Mental Health Awareness Month. And wow, we have had a lot of really great discussion this month. We've talked about what mental health is, we've uh, really talked a lot about anxiety, depression, and bipolar. And we thought we would close out the month really just talking about, well, what do I do about all this? When do I see a therapist? When is my friend sufficient for whatever it is that I'm experiencing? And why does it take more than prayer? And that's a little bit of a touchy subject, I know, for some. So I'm hoping that we walk out of here with few offenses. But um, that's the reality of life and where we are. So it's important for us to talk about that. Uh, and with us today, uh, we have a guest who's been with us before. She talked before about gratitude. I still remember it very much and loved that episode. So Ethan Donovan is with us. Ethan, uh, she is our resident art therapist here, um, does amazing work with people through the form of art and other types of therapy. But uh, welcome,
2: Ethan. I'm so Thank glad you. you're here. Thank you. It's good to be with everyone again. And so
1: today, our topic is well, when to see a therapist instead of a friend. So let's start there um this whole month, uh, like I said, we've talked a lot about mental health and struggles, common struggles people have with mental health, anxiety, depression, bipolar. Uh, we could we could have talked a lot about trauma as well. And you know, we were friends before we were colleagues, and so, we've spent many a nights talking at the table uh, about problems and issues and challenges in our lives. And so we, you and I especially can appreciate what friendship can do, right? Right. Uh, right. So this episode today is in no way downgrading the importance of friendship, because you and I have, we've spent countless hours um, talking about life and everything and nothing at all at one time. And it's been um, good and helpful. And you know, so that's not the purpose yes. of today. Yes. Um, but my first question for you is, do you phone a friend when you're sick? Or do you go see the doctor? And and tell me a little bit about that. What What's the difference?
2: So the difference is how many times uh, when we're sick, we see a doctor, we, we, we don't phone a friend, really. Many of us see a doctor regularly, some of us have our biannual checkups. We have our blood drawn at least twice a year for our biannual physical, but with our mental health, we tend to phone a friend to vent. Many times after therapy, I often hear my clients say that I wish I had seen a therapist sooner and not have such a miserable marriage or a miserable life.
1: Yes, it's so true. And I'm glad that you bring us back to that uh, mental health is physical health you know, um, when we're struggling with our heart, you know, we get online and we Google, why is my heart doing this? Or if we, um, we have a headache too often and like, why am I having headaches? We'll, you know, search it online. We'll talk to our friends, but inevitably our friends aren't our doctors, you know, right. unless we're, you know, fortunate enough to have friends who are doctors, but we call a doctor. Right. Uh, but when we're having deep, emotional pain or relational struggles, there's only so much research and talking with our friend we can do. So I I love that you bring this back to, you know, you, you call a doctor when you're having physical issues. Of course, why wouldn't we call a therapist when we're having relational or emotional or mental health issues? Right, right. What are some of the pros you know, to talking to a friend instead of a therapist. I kind of started this by saying, well, there are some pros.
2: Right. And they are. Um, friends are more convenient. Mm-hmm. You can pick up the phone and call them. They're there all the time. You know their number. And most of the time, our friends will be on our side. They, they, they get you. They, they, they want you to feel better. And they're on your side. But the, are they being honest with you? Mm-hmm. You don't know. Uh, talking to a friend is a lot cheaper than talking to a therapist. And these are just three pros of having, you know, talking to a friend instead.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely a time and a place for calling your friend. Uh, what are some of the cons?
2: Um, first of all, confidentiality. You know, you just never know if this friend is going to keep everything confidential for you. So is your friend a safe space? you to talk about your mental illness your relationship your hurt therapists are trained professionals to listen in a non-judgmental way i think of oprah and gail's relationship not everyone has their friendship i remember one time on television i saw oprah talking and she said something about gail will tell me everything. She'll tell me the truth, whether I like it or not. And the truth is, do we really have a friend like that? Does our friend tell us what we want to hear? We don't know. Mm -hmm. And so a therapist is like a emotional mirror that unbiasedly reflects our fear, anger, or unconscious thought. And I like to think of it as we're the emotional mirror and you can look into the, the mirror and we're just telling you how you feel and what you just said and summarize it and reflect back and let you be the judge. Mm-hmm. Did I really do that? Is that how I was thinking Unbiasedly, Mhm. And that's, that's huge. Yes. That's big.
1: We're, we're trained to pick up cues and words and and I don't know how many times I know it's probably happened with you in in sessions as well. Um, someone relates to us a story or a struggle or an issue or an event, and we're taking mental notes or actual notes. And when when the story is completed, to reflect back and say, "These are the words I heard um, you say," and for it's like light bulbs go off to hear it back um, yeah. and to understand. Okay, A, I've been heard Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of times in friendship, you know, when we're sitting at at the table sharing about our day and this is what happened and these are our struggles, like your friend says, oh, yeah, you know, me too. And this is what happened with my husband and oh, my gosh, and my kids too. And it just becomes a sharing, which is, again, it's great. It's connection. You've got your friend on your side. But it may not move you to action or change, right?
2: Right. We're trained to pick up that unconscious thoughts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's priceless. Yeah, yeah. And you have a structured, uninterrupted time with the therapist. You have your therapist undivided divided attention for 45 minutes to an hour without interruption. You may not get that kind of attention from a friend. I don't know how many times you go out with a girlfriend and they get interrupted by their phone calls, or they have their kids with them. And nothing wrong with that. But it's just the uninterrupted attention is so priceless, because that helps you to be able to express your thought in that uninterrupted time.
1: Yeah, it's so important to create a space without distraction.
2: Right. And
1: when we're with our friends, we don't often get that, right? You know, we're at a restaurant, we're at each other's homes, kids are coming in and out, commercials are on, or, um, you know, or someone's texting us or the, the wait person comes over and takes our order. And, and so there are these little interruptions throughout. So um, even 45, 50, 60 minutes um, with a, a therapist, that amount of content that is covered could take hours, mm-hmm. you know, with a friend, and maybe not even again, get to the place where, okay, what am I going to do about it? What are the in, and, and we really look at themes. And here's the other thing you didn't say, but what if we need to see a therapist about our friend, right? So what if our friends are the ones triggering us, you know, activating our, our issues, whatever they are making us question or whatever it is, like, who do we go to when it's our friends or when we're struggling in our friendships? And so that's, I know it's not on your list, but it's another reason, right? To go see a therapist, uh, instead of a friend, what if you need to, I know we kind of say it as a joke, but um, what if you do need to talk to a therapist about what your friend is bringing up in you or brought out in you or how you're responding to your friendships? We've done a podcast similar to this. I believe that it was Brittany Gibson. I'll have to double check on that, but we can put a link to that. We have specific steps also in um, when to see one versus another so we can add to this and so we don't want to over you know double up on that but um, we'll put that in the uh, show notes as well a link to that podcast and we have a a resource page that's on our website when to see a therapist instead of just talking to your friend and I love I love what you've said here that you know when it's beyond what your friend can do um, when you need that confidentiality beyond the friendship when you need someone who's trained to really hone in on what's happening behind the scenes and when you need that uninterrupted time dedicated to whatever that issue is that you're experiencing so i love i love what you've just now said Ethan. i want to switch the conversation a little bit to why it takes more than prayer because part of this is you know we we've been talking about mental health this whole this whole month and what is it anxiety and depression and all that and when to reach out and when to see a counselor and, or, or a therapist instead. And and I can almost hear the listeners in the backdrop saying, well, I have my prayer and I go to church and I read my Bible and that quote should be enough, right? And unfortunately, what we often see is like you said, even earlier um, when clients come in, they say, oh, I wish I would have seen a therapist sooner And prayer is a great tool. Therapy is a great strategy, right? And so they're hand in hand, um, uh, just even more remarkable transformation that can occur. And so let's talk about for just a couple of minutes, why does it take more than prayer?
2: First of all, I want to say that I'm a believer and I completely believe in the power of prayer. However, a traumatized individual who is in pain, anger, and grief will need some more directions on survival and hope from their painful past. And so here are some reasons why we are relational beings. Even way back from just from the book of Genesis in chapter 1 claimed that we are created under the image of God. And furthermore, Uh, After God created Adam, God said, it is not good for men to be alone. In other words, we are relational. In other words, we are relational beings from the beginning. We humans understand ourselves in relation to the humans around them. We call that the schema of our lives. We are wired for connection. It is our biology Brene Brown said that, as a newborn, we need the connection for survival. We depend on our caregivers. As we get older, the connection means to thrive emotionally, physically, spiritually, because every one of us is built to have the basic need to be seen, heard, and valued for who we are. Truth. Absolutely true. And prayer is also meditating, you're being present, you're thinking, you're channeling into that emotional brain and talking to God and reflecting your feelings. And so that form of meditation actually calms down your emotional brain. It is a way of connecting as well. I also want to say something about art therapy. Art therapy is a form of connection. Art therapy is not coming into the therapy room and create something Wonderful, And I get to analyze what you did or help you to create a piece of artwork. It's not that. Art therapy is connecting your emotion to your creativity. Because everybody deserves to be seen, heard, and valued. And that piece of paper you connect your emotion into is connection, is creativity is channeling that pain into a safe space. No judgment. It's just you and that piece of paper.
1: That's so beautiful. And you can pray about that. You can practice using creativity. You don't have to be creative to use art therapy, right? So you don't have to know how to do art to, to make use of art therapy. It's a powerful tool. And the reality is, you know, God gave us Um, He showed us his creativity in the way that he created the earth, right? So the earth is full of beauty and art all around us in the form of nature and even in the form of human beings. And to pray and say, I'm only going to use prayer as a tool, but not tap into uh, the creativity that God has given us or the emotions that God has given us through art form would be a limiting But also, we're missing out if we're not tapping into that. Um, And I love that. We're relational beings. We're wired for connection. Um, Like you said, of course, you're going to bring up art therapy as as a form of connection. What's another reason why people might need therapy in addition
2: to prayer? And I mentioned this earlier, because effective counseling often help people identify and confront pain from the past. And the good news is uh, there is hope in healing. Absolutely. There is hope in
1: healing, and prayer can be a gateway um, to that healing. And like, like I said earlier, I think it was in Dr. Anita Phillips, she says prayer is um, my
2: weapon, therapy is my strategy. Right, right. I also want to mention something about our therapy is that when we isolate ourselves in a room to watch Netflix or YouTube all day, we are numbing right but when you isolate yourself in a room and you are creating art you're connecting Mm. you're connecting your emotion to your creativity and that's connection
1: prayer is a form of connection as is therapy yes i agree with you yeah so we can connect through our faith in prayer similar to worship right right we also know that you know going to life groups and being And, you know, having friends is a way that we can um, take a step closer to where, you know, God has us. Therapy is one tool to use to find inner healing, to find that transformation. And, you know, some therapists will actually pray in the sessions. Okay, well, you've given us great information. We'll definitely put some links in there. When to see a therapist, and instead of talking to a friend, the pros and cons of, of seeing a therapist versus talking with your friends and then even in into why uh, we can add add to our tool belt not just prayer but but also seeing a therapist and um, I love this we've we've squeezed a lot into this little piece so thank you for being with us today do you have any resources you would like to share
2: yeah I have um A few resources. I actually got my pros and cons from um, Laura Lee from a website. It says Friends versus Therapists. Who to choose and when. Retrieve from a website, and I have the link in our webpage. And then another resources is from uh, Brene Brown. She wrote uh, the book, I Thought It Was Just Me, but it isn't. And then another book called Psychology theology, and spirituality in Christian counseling.
1: We'll make sure we put links for those in our show notes. As always, Ethan, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for to the listeners. May has been so full of helpful um, practical solutions uh, for positive change. Again, we've talked about what mental health is, anxiety, depression, bipolar, and when to see a therapist instead of just talking to a friend. Next week, we're kicking off the month of June, and June, as you know, is uh, Father's Day. So, we've dedicated June to uh, men's mental health, and men matter too. So, um, I'm really excited to kick that off with Seth Baker, who's going to be talking about when you think he needs help but you don't know what to do. So, ladies make sure you tune in next week for that release as always thank you for joining us we know you have a choice in how you spend your time if there's something that we can do for you uh, please call us text our care line we'll put those those numbers
0: in um, and we'll see you soon thank you for joining us for this episode of the care to change podcast where we offer you practical solutions for positive change We invite you to follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in this episode. If you have any questions or would like additional information, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at care2change.org. We thank you again and hope you will join us for more of our podcast conversations.